Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I am your host, Brandon Schultz. On Thursday and Friday this week, we heard from head coach Pete Carroll as well as the two coordinators, and we heard from a few players as well. Let's kick things off with the players and our quarterback, Russell Wilson, who talked about his cleats for My Cause, My Cleats. It's an NFL charity initiative that gives the players an opportunity to wear cleats that represent their charity and help bring awareness to their various efforts. Here's Russ. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. Uh, Steve, the, the artist Stevie Chow um, helped me with these. Is we have uh, some pretty awesome cleats, obviously for our foundation, why not you foundation? And to, I just love what the NFL does, you know, with my cause, my cleats, and had some cool shoes along the way. For these, uh, these cleats, obviously you can see the why not you on the side. Uh, the idea of these cleats are really for uh, our, found, our our foundation, but also to our why not you academy. So um, the idea of the kids drawn on the cleats represent the kids from our school. And, uh, they're actually, you know, drawn after a uh, several kids of our, from our school, all different, all different diversities and everything else. But it's, uh, it's been awesome just to, just to be able to work with Stevie and to, to build this out. And obviously you have the, the W for why not you in our school, why not you Academy? We kind of do the W sign, but yeah, it's a, it's been a joy just to be able to work with Stevie and to work with the kids, just, just to be able to collaborate with the kids from the school and, uh, from Why Not You Academy and also Why Not You Foundation and Stevie. And uh, if you guys want to uh, know anything more about the shoes, uh, you can go to whynotufdn.org. The biggest news, at least in terms of personnel for the Seahawks this week, was the signing of running back Adrian Peterson. Here's what Russ had to say about what he saw Peterson's role being with the Seahawks. Well, I think what he does is he brings a, a power running game and just how he runs the ball downhill. I mean, he's, he knows how to score. Obviously, a guy who's scored 100 and... I don't know, 120, you know, somewhere on there, touchdowns in his career. Um, you know, a guy who knows how to get in the, you know, get in the end zone. I think with our other running backs, with AC, um, with, with DJ, uh, with Homer, um, you know, Penny, and those guys, he also can give them a little bit of, um, uh, you know, showing of just an example of just how to be an amazing pro. These guys are great pros already. Um, but to be able to take care of yourself for 16 years and to be able to do it as long as you can, no matter what your position is a blessing in itself. And, and uh, he's a true pro. He's dedicated to the game. And uh, it's, it's really cool just to see. Wilson also spoke about the first time he met Peterson. Yeah, I, I got to know Adrian over the years. You know, my, uh, you know, I got to know him my first, my first, my first year in the NFL, um, pretty close. And then uh, my, my rookie year um, went to the Pro Bowl. And uh, I, I never forget it. It was the first practice. I'll give a little story about Adrian. It's my first practice. Um, so Drew Brees, uh, one of the quarterbacks, Eli Manning, myself, and, um, you know, I'm ready for practice, got my cleats on, everybody's ready to roll. And, 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 and Pro Bowl walkthrough is like really, really slow. Everybody's just kind of walking and, you know, and it's just, you know, it's practice. We've played, you know, 16 plus games at that point. Um, and everybody knows plays and stuff like that. So <clears throat> anyways, Drew's in the huddle. I'm, I'm kind of standing on the side. I'm about to go next or whatever. And, and, uh, next thing I know, you know, Drew calls 18. It's a run to the right. And <clears throat> everybody's kind of just, you know, step into the side and just slowly and Drew drop, you know, drops back to hand it off to Adrian. He goes full speed I mean, he gets the handoff and goes 80 yards to the end zone, full speed. And, um, and Drew comes back and I'm about to go in the huddle. He kind of winks at me. Drew does. And, and, um, man, he is, man, that's why he's great. That's why he's great. And, uh, Adrian runs all the way back and, and, uh, he comes back to me. He goes, why do you think they call me all day? <laughs> so I, I, ever since then, I, I had a high, high appreciation. Obviously, I've been able to witness his game and what he's been able to do. But just, um, you know, how he's gone about practice, how he, how, he, how he treats the game, how he respects the game. Think about 16 years in the NFL playing running back. And then also, too, 
Um, you think about all the success he's had, all the touchdowns and all the plays he's made. Um, I know he's one away from Jim Brown. I think it is. So, uh, you know, hopefully we can get that. But that's a special, special thing, special player. Um, he's a true pro. Um, you know, I was here last night till about eight thirty, nine o'clock. And uh, I come back down. He's still here, you know. So there's a reason why he's great. You know, there's a reason why he's so focused. And, uh, you know, so it's pretty cool. Finally, looking ahead to the 49ers game, Russ spoke about what to expect from the 49ers run defense. Well, you got to think about their defensive line. Their defensive line is, 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 is such a, a great defensive line. And they're so active. They're, they're, um, they're versatile. Guys move around. Um, you know, they're just they're powerful at the point of attack. Uh, their linebackers are great football players. Obviously, some of them aren't going to be there, you know, for this game. You know, Fred Warner is one of the best in the game. So he, he's a guy who makes tackles left and right, you know. Um, but I think that um, it, it starts with their defensive line and their approach and, and their attitude. Now going over to the defensive side of the ball, let's hear next from cornerback DJ Reed, who talked about his cause for cleats, which is multiple sclerosis awareness. From a personal standpoint, it's, a, it's serious as far as, you know, you watch someone that's able to walk, that's living an active life, to all of a sudden, slowly but surely, is unable to walk, you know, starts off just, he's wearing, well, he's using a cane, to all of a sudden he's in a wheelchair, to all of a sudden he doesn't have movement of anything on his body, really, other than his hands, and that's really shaky. So just want to bring awareness to it and find a cure. And as he looked ahead to today's 49ers game, here's what Reed had to say about his former team's offense. I mean, right now they're playing really good ball. The last three, four games, they've been running the ball. The running back, he's really good. Offensive line is doing really good. Trent Williams is really good. The best um, lineman in the league right now, for sure. And then um, that sets up the play action, which is, you know, their bread and butter. Um, Debo Samuel is a baller. He's been playing really good. I'm happy for him because the only thing that's stopping him is injuries, really. Like, when Debo is healthy, he's a great player. And, um, you know, we got a, a great task up our sleeve. Reed talked about what he has to prepare for in going up against Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, Jimmy G, from a personal standpoint, he's a good dude. And um, he's a hard worker. He's, he's, he's probably one of the earliest guys in, one of the latest guys out. He's one of those guys, a blue chip worker. Um, he's very accurate, especially um, inside the hashes. So we got to do a good job covering that. And, um, you know, he caters like he plays really good in this system, I believe, because of the run game and it sets up the play action game for him. And lastly, Reed talked about how he found out about the Adrian Peterson signing. <laughs> it was dope. So I, I don't really be on social media like during the week. So I didn't know he signed him. And then I seen his locker and I was like, AP, I was like, OK. And then I seen him yesterday. And, you know, I went up to him and said, what's up? We got a lot of respect for you, et cetera, et cetera. But it was pretty dope. Coming up after the break, we will hear the first commentary from Adrian Peterson when he spoke to the media this week. That's up next. Running back Adrian Peterson came into the league in 2007. He's been in the NFL now for about 15 years and the Seahawks will be his seventh NFL team. The four-time All-Pro, seven-time Pro Bowler, and 2012 MVP talked about what he sees his role as with the Seahawks. You know, just, just coming out and being a leader, you know, um, bringing that energy to, the extra energy to the, to the facility, uh, you know, allowing guys to see how it works, and, uh, and, and then also on the field as well, you know, um, you know, that's kind of what we're we're judged off of, but 
I think the biggest impact you can make is on an individual. Peterson spoke about how his deal with the Seahawks came together. I got a call Saturday. I was actually getting out the car in Stillwater to tailgate and uh, got a call from my agent. And um, he was like, you know, Seattle call. I think they're interested. You know, how do you feel about it? I'm like, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'll be good to go. You know, like, obviously, I still want to play. He was like, yeah, I know. I just you know, want to call. I'm just doing my job, man. <laughs> so uh, that's kind of how it started. And, uh, and uh, Monday, we kind of, after the game, so more Tuesday, you know, we kind of talked and was able to finalize everything to get me up here. With less than 100 yards to go before he eclipses 15,000 yards in his NFL career, a career almost assuredly that will get him in the Hall of Fame as soon as he's eligible, the 36-year-old back shared why he continues to keep playing. Just the love for the game. You know, I love the game. I feel like I can still compete at a high level. Uh, you know, just have an opportunity to, um, to help teams, uh, you know, to inspire guys, you know, is. You know, it's, that's that's one of the most rewarding things, you know, is when I see guys, you know, and they say to me, man, just just keep doing what you're doing. It's so inspiring. You know, I see Mark Ingram in Tennessee and, you know, he was like, bro, you need to get your shoulders low, man. What are you doing? I was like, yeah, I know. And then he was like, you know, but you're inspiring me, man. You know, got released, get picked up by Seattle. He's one of the first people to text me, you know, saying the same thing, keep inspiring me. So. Um, that and, you know, obviously, you know, cha- um, chasing a championship. Peterson was actually recruited heavily by USC coach Pete Carroll when Adrian was coming out of high school, although he ultimately attended Oklahoma over USC. I remember being in class and coach came down and was like, hey, you know, there's a coach here to, to see you. So um, we had like a two story high school and um our basketball, I mean, our, the coach's office, it was like a glass window and it overlooked the basketball court. So uh, I woke up, I was on the second level, walk around to the athletic um, office and it was like, yeah, he's, he's down there. So I look and I see a guy, oh, white hair, <laughs> shooting jumpers and shooting three-pointers. And, uh, you know, it was, it was Pete Curl when I got down there. So it was... um. It was so real for me, you know, being from East Texas, knowing a lot about Pete Curl at that time. And and here he is in Palestine, little old Palestine, Texas, you know, coming to recruit me. And uh, I remember just kind of talking to him and, you know, him giving me his spill. And and uh, ultimately, I ended up taking an official visit out there to uh, to USC. And, um, you know, it didn't work out. But uh, my close people, my close family, they know that. It was it was so close, you know. It came down between Oklahoma and USC, and um, Oklahoma just had a little more perks when it came to like being close to home. My daughter, um, you know, being close to Dallas, I had a lot of family there. But if it was like Oklahoma was on the East Coast, yeah, I think I would have been a Trojan. Peterson, who we found out ahead of today's game, will be activated off the practice squad for the game against the Niners. He said he was hoping to finally suit up for Carroll this week. Yes, it's definitely a goal for me. You know, it's a goal for me, but, um, you know, it's up to the coaches and, and the staff and see, uh, you know, how I finish off this week. And then I'm sure they'll make a decision based off that.
with three of the Seahawks running backs on the injury report this week, it's very likely he's going to have the chance to get in the game. And offensive coordinator Shane Waldron talked about the back's potential impact. You know, he came in and, and just he's, you can see why uh, he's one of the greatest of all time to play the position. Uh, came right in, worked hard right from the start, right from the walkthroughs uh, in the meetings, uh, treating it like he is in a new setting. So wanting to absorb and, and learn all the information. Uh, but, you know, a guy like him, he, he's been around. He's he's been around every type of play there is, every type of run there is. Uh, so he's able to pick things up very quickly. And and just his positive vibe is, is really uh, melted right into our culture here and, and the way that we approach every single day. Peterson won't solve every problem for the Seahawks offensively, especially at this stage of his career. Waldron says there is a lot the Seahawks have to improve on offense. We need to produce more points. You know, that, that's the bottom line. We need to uh, avoid these these times where we've stalled and we've talked about it throughout the course of the year. But to have those those three and outs uh, consecutively on drives really puts our defense in a bind, really puts us behind the uh, eight ball with the time of possession as these games go on so we're continuing to work hard and, and get better as an offense to extend these drives when we need to run the ball in some of those situations we got to be able to get positive plays out of it and then we need to execute on third down uh, these plays need to come to life and we need to keep doing a better job of of getting guys open and, and working in the rhythm of the plays and and executing at a higher level on third down on defense things seem to be working out fairly well for the seattle defense thanks in large part to the growth of young players like Rasheem green if you watch, you know, the way Rasheem practices, uh, he has high value in, uh, you know, in blocking and rushing. And just his overall person, his type of style, his type of player, he just gives you everything he has every down, every play. And we have a guy like that, um, you know, something good is going to happen. He has the right attitude, the right temperament. Uh, he never stops. He just can't stop, won't stop. And with his ability... Uh, uh, and with his size and his speed, and you have the, the combination of can't stop, won't stop, that's, uh, that's a great combination for, for good stuff. And now that we've heard from the two coordinators, let's move on to head coach Pete Carroll's Friday press conference. He spoke first about the cause of his shoes this week, and I highly recommend you go to the Seahawks website and check out all the cleats they have there, especially Coach Pete's. I like looking at the designs anyway, but Pete's are absolutely something you got to see. My shoes are on display here, uh, helped out by Choose 180, a, a fantastic organization, uh, helping youth here in the area and getting kids back on track and and, um, and at a crucial time in their lives, Choose 180 steps in and does some great stuff for people. And so I'm proud to be able to, to uh, uh, you know, recognize that. And maybe a little foreshadowing ahead of this game. Pete said Adrian is ready to go. For the game on Sunday, um, Adrian had a good week. You know, it, it's probably um, it's, it's probably hard for people on the outside to understand uh, an impact that uh, a guy with his kind of background can make. And um, at a time when we're battling to try to win a game and get going, um, he jumped in here and had a and had a, a remarkable influence on, on the week. And uh, so we'll see uh, with three guys banged up at the spot. Um, we'll see how it goes on the weekend here, but uh, he had a really, really productive week for us, and it was really fun having him here. Some unfortunate news for the Seahawks offense. Left guard Damian Lewis is doubtful for this game against the 49ers. He's got multiple things that we're, we're dealing with. He's got a shoulder and an elbow and another thing that, that he had to get uh, some help for. He, he's just banged up, so um, we got to take care of him. It doesn't look like he's going to make it. And now looking at the injury report for the Seahawks, aside from Lewis, the Seahawks' three running backs, Alex Collins, Travis Homer, and Rashad Penny 
are all questionable with the same injuries they've been dealing with as of late. For the 49ers, running back Trey Sermon, wide receiver Debo Samuel, linebacker Drake Greenlaw, and defensive lineman Maurice Hurst are all listed as out. Marcel Harris is questionable with a concussion, and linebacker Fred Warner is doubtful with a hamstring injury. That's going to do it for today's show. Thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. Follow him out on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. And you're going to want to head on over to fieldgoals.com ahead of the game. We will have the inactives as soon as they're ready. So that way you can see which 49ers players aren't going to be able to go, which Seahawks players will go, which ones will be sitting out. Also, check out John P. Gilbert's article. If you're if you're wondering about how Jody Allen may be feeling, there is a report out there that gives some insight and some details that maybe you haven't seen. Check that out. That's John P. Gilbert's article up at fieldgoals.com. I'll be back with Clinton Bonner following the game. We will give you the ins. We will give you the outs. You can tweet those at Clinton Bond on Twitter. Use the hashtag 3I3O and see if you get your comments read on an upcoming episode. I'll have the recap as well. Stay tuned for that. And until next time, go Hawks.